What is good, y'all? Welcome back to this week's installment of Buddy to Buddy. Um, of course, this uh, podcast and YouTube is powered by Upper Conference. Um, everything that you see, everything that we're recorded on, all um, supported by Upper Conference, which we are doing two conferences this year. You can go to the upward.org right now to sign up and uh, get your seats while they last. While they, while not, while they're last, while they last, because they're going, they're they're going quick. Um, but listen, this is not the the normal set that you've probably seen uh, the last video. Um, and you know, like I said, we'll be trying stuff out. This podcast and this YouTube will be very organic, um, and it'll look from the first episode, you know, from the first video all the way to the fiftieth video. You know, you'll see a transition in a way where it's like not gonna be static. It's gonna be very dynamic um, because we're learning along the way, and I'm glad uh, you guys are here and a part of the journey. Um, but today, I think I really want to talk about something um, that personally uh, that has really uh, affected me, and um, something that I've really learned over this last year, um, and really even within these last five years of being saved and coming to know the Lord. And I think something that everyone my age, especially young adults um, and even youth, uh, even even older adults, what, what they go through and what everyone will go through, which essentially is trusting the process. Um, I have leaders in my life, and um, one of their things that they always say to me, you know, in, in the times of when you're just really waiting on um, what God has promised or, you know, what God has said to you or whatever you're believing for, your dreams or whatever. Um, you're always, you know, very anxious to see them happen, right? And my leaders always say, well, just trust the process. And oftentimes, I, for, for the longest, I don't really get what that meant. I don't really get like, okay, what, is it, what do you mean trust the process? But I think um, we see even biblically and we even see within the kingdom of God that God is all about the process. God is not just about so simply getting someone from point A to point B, but he cares about the journey along the way. Um, and we see that a lot of the times, a lot of times in the Bible, whether it be um, even like David to the the, the kingdom, right? Um, I, like I would say, I, I preached a sermon for it. I said a lot, like there was a process to the palace. Like he didn't just, you know, when, when Samuel came to anoint him to be the next king of Israel, right? And spiritually, he was... The, the king of Israel, right? The day when Samuel came and anointed him spiritually, he was the king. But obviously there was a process to getting him to the palace. And we see that multiple times because we know if, if, if God was to just take David in that exact moment and place him right into, uh, you know, to be the king of Israel, he wouldn't have been ready. But we see that um, through his preparation in the field, with tending to the sheep, through his many, many battles, you know, through him even fleeing from Saul, um, he learned in a lot of those moments to draw closer to God, um, to be all about God in those moments, um, and, and really set him up. Even though he did have failures, it really did set, up, set him up to be um, one of the greatest kings Israel has ever had. And we see that. And I think there's a there's a very, very powerful uh, set of verses. I believe it's in Deuteronomy chapter. It's either chapter. It's either chapter 17, verse 18 or chapter 18, verse 17, one or the other. But um, in these in this chapter. It's titled uh, because Israel, they're like, well, we we want a king, right? We want kings to, uh, you know, to rule us. Like we essentially they wanted a king like everyone else. They would say, well, other countries have kings and other people have kings. Well, we want a king. And God's like, all right, listen, if y'all really want a king, I'll give you one. But he had set it up where he had 
specific laws that these kings had to abide by. Um, and one of the laws was that they had to take God's law, they had to take a copy of God's law, and they had to rewrite all of it. And then they would have to present it to one of the priests, and the priests would have to overlook it and make sure that it was a word-for-word -word copy of God's law. And then they would have to read it every single day and never forget it for as long as they sat on the throne. For as long as they sat on the throne. And it was like, why did God have them do this? Was so that it was God that not only ruled the king's life, because if the God if God ruled the king's life and the king was ruled by God's word, that means the people in the kingdom would be ruled by God's word. And if it was just a king that sat down, well, then he would just be ruled by him, whatever he thought would, would be right, or however other worldly kings would operate, right? So there was a process that God put in place that these kings would have to go through so they, they would be prepared and ready to rule Israel. God is all about processes, all right? I remember uh, me and Cole, who's actually in here while I'm recording this, um, me and Cole, I remember when we, one time we were driving around, I literally remember like it was yesterday and it was like when we like, like our, the first year we got saved when that, like that year. And I remember we were sitting down and I'm not, we were driving and I don't remember who said it first. It might've been him, but he was like, bro, he's like, bro, I know if God was to drop me in exactly what he wants me to do right now, I would not be ready. And I was like, bro, that's, I was like, bro, that's facts. And he was like, I, he was like, I know there's things that God is, is teaching me and God is growing me and God is going to bring me through that is going to prepare me to be able to do what I'm doing now. And like you even look at either both of our lives right right now, he, he is our, our youth pastor for our youth. Um, if God was to make him youth pastor in that moment, I, I think Cole would very much, he's shaking his head right now. He would very much agree he would not be ready to be youth pastor. Um, right now, like I'm creative director for conference and, and, I, and I'm able to do all these creative things. If God was to place me right in that role right now, I would not be ready. Like I remember, I remember creatively where I started was with do quarantine. I came up with this idea called Upper News because we were like, how do we make announcements fun? And I was like, let's do a video announcements, but let's have it be like a news segment. So we, so I came up with this thing called Upper News. And literally, that's where I started to like, quote unquote, like learn like video editing. And all I did was edit these videos on my phone on this app called InShot. And it was way less advanced than it is right now. Way less advanced. And I would just like learn, I would like YouTube it and stuff like that. But even prior to that, I was like, man, I was like, I got to learn some stuff. So I like, I remember I would sit in my room and I would have this app. I forgot what it was called. I think, oh, Pixar. That's what it was called, Pixar. And I would learn how to do graphics because I would learn how to do graphics on my phone on this app called Pixar. And that's where I started. And God was able to take me through the, like this, you know, this process of my creativity. And now I'm able to really help out with a lot of things where it'd be helping produce podcasts or graphic design or video editing or, or, or you know, running a, a social media page. Now God was able to bring me through and, and now I'm able to do a lot of these things that I'm doing now. And I think this is a huge thing that people need to learn. The whole purpose of, of the process the whole purpose of God taking us through the process is ultimately teaching us to trust and to rely on him. Because a lot of the time the process he brings us through is not traditionally how we would want a process to go, right? If we were to think like, let's say, let's say, um, you know, you wanted to be, 
I don't know, a doctor or something like that, right? Your process would be, all right, I'm going to go to school, I'm going to graduate, I'm going to apply at, at one of the best colleges that, you know, have a, you know, whatever a program or teaching or whatever to become a doctor, and I'm going to go to that college, and I'm going to pass all my classes, and then I'm going to get get my degree or my PhD or doctor or whatever, and I'm going to apply at a really nice, uh, apply at a really nice hospital or whatever and then i'm gonna become a doctor that's our process right logically what the straight you know straight is the fastest way to your destination so we're thinking straight right but how god but this is the thing is with god is he is not thinking how do i get them there the fastest that's not what god's thinking god's think god's thinking how can I take them through the process that is going to teach them to be able to properly handle the promise, the promise that I'm giving them or the things that I promised them? And we even see that biblically, right, within Exodus, right? God promised that he, he frees them out of Egypt, right? God promises them the promised land, and he says this, and I believe it's in um, uh, Exodus, it's in Exodus 13, verse 17. It says, when Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road to the Philistine country, Though that was shorter, for God said if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt, right? So when God, when they were delivered from Egypt, God didn't bring them the short way to the promised land because he knew that they would run into the Philistines and that they would face war and they weren't equipped for it and they would go back to their bondage. They would go back to Egypt. So God brings them the long way around and he brings them to the wilderness. Well, why does he do that? Well, let's, well, in from Exodus, from Exodus chapter 13 to 17, this is what God did from chapter 13 to chapter 17. He led them by cloud by day. He led them by fire by night. He split the Red Sea. He made bitter water sweet. He made fresh bread every morning for them, fresh manna. And he, he made, and he made water come from a rock. God was, was teaching them how to trust him because when they would get to the promised land, what happened when they got to the promised land? He said, one, he already promised them the promised land when they got there. Then what did he say? He said, when you enter in the promised land, I will give you the land little by little. And I, I will, he's was going to do it. I will run the beasts of the land out and give it to you little by little so you won't be overran. But what did they do? They, they sent spies into, into the promised land, which God never told them to do. And then they came, they seen the giants there, they seen the beast of land there. And it was 12 spies, 10 out of 12 spies came back with a negative report. We're, there's giants there. We're, ne we're never going to be able to have this land, even though God had already promised it to them. And so they missed the whole purpose of going through the wilderness, of going through this long, this process to the promised land, was to trust God that he was going to give them the promise. And I think that that is the, the the mindset switch that we have to have when it comes to the promises that God has made us for whatever it is. Rather, he told you you're going to be, you know, uh, you know, uh, have a business or you're going to be in full time ministry or or you're going to get into this college or whatever it is, whatever God has promised you. We have to switch the mindset of going from how can I get here the quickest and into how can I trust God through this that he's going to get me there? Because he will. Like you would if you would have asked them, how do you guys think you're gonna get to the promised land? They definitely wouldn't wouldn't have said, Yeah, God is gonna we're gonna be led by a cloud by day and a fire by night. And we're and, and God is gonna split the Red Sea and then when, and when when we walk through it, the ground isn't even gonna be wet. Or, you know, we're gonna have fresh food every morning, 
or our clothes will grow with us and they won't even have a tear or a hole in them at all. So it's like God is, is really showing us how to trust him through the process, how to trust him through um, to getting to the promise. And he and we're gonna be able to get there, and we're gonna be able to to if you if you can ultimately learn how to trust God to do these things to get to the promise, it, it's like it, I think you'll be leaps not think I really believe you'll be leaps and bounds ahead than than a lot of people because there's people right now who've been sitting with God for a very long time and who are still waiting on something, and God's saying all I need you is to put faith in me that I'll get you there. God's not asking you to go on your own. God's not asking you to, to figure out a way to get there. God's not at, God's saying, trust me. This is the promise I've made to you. And we know what our Bible says, that God is not a man that he shall lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. His word is final, yes and amen, and what he says will come to pass. So it's like if God has said it, all he's asking you to put faith in him. And to be obedient and to heed his word. So if he says move, move. If he says stay, stay. If he says do this, do this. If he says don't do it, don't do it. Right? It's doing those things. And it's taking action. That's what a lot of people also think. They think it within faith, it's just sitting around saying, God, I trust you. And you think God is just going to move your legs and, and move your arms. No. They still had to walk through the wilderness. Right? They still had to follow the cloud. Right? They still had to, you know, heed the, 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 the voice of the word of the Lord and do, do what he asked. Right to eventually get to the promise, they couldn't just sit around and uh, hope that it would happen. Right, because ultimately disbelief is all disbelief is is not believing God is who He says He is. Right, it's not believing God is who He says He is, because if He says He's not a man that He shall lie or son of man He should change His mind, that means He's not a liar. So that means if he promises you something, that means he's not going to change his mind on it. That means he's not going to lie about it, which means if a prom if God has promised you something and it has not yet happened, that means it's not that God didn't uphold his side of the bargain, it's that it's that we aren't upholding ours and we aren't taking action. Um so yeah, so that that was I I hope this really kind of can encourage you today as those who are in this season and they're waiting on those things that God has promised. Man, learn to trust the process. Enjoy the process. The moments from you getting from here to getting to there are going to be some of the greatest moments in your life. And listen, they don't have to be miserable. Some people think the the promises, the those moments have to be miserable. They don't. They don't have to be miserable. They can be some of the, the best moments of your life. When I look back on the moments I had to where I got to where I'm at right now, they're some of the best moments I've ever had in my life. And that and, and it doesn't have to that doesn't have to be your it doesn't have to be your story where when you look back, when they, eventually you get to the promise that God has made you, when you look back, that you're like, dang, that was like the worst time ever. It doesn't have to be like that. It can be some of the greatest moments you have in your life. And you will be will be able to step into that promise and be like, Man, that was an awesome season. I'm excited to see what, what this one has to offer. So I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this week's episode of Buddy to Buddy. I hope this encouraged you. Uh, make sure you share, give the, you know, share this, share this, send this to a friend or a family member you think might really be encouraged by this. Remember, this podcast, this YouTube is all uh, powered and supported by Upper Conference, everything you see. Um, but we hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.